Welcome to Rethink, the podcast that empowers you to challenge your existing beliefs and embrace new, more productive ways of thinking. Here at Rethink, we believe that the key to self-fulfillment lies in shattering old thought patterns and adopting new mindsets that support personal growth and empowerment. With expert guests and thought leaders from a wide range of fields, we explore strategies and insights that can help you achieve success and fulfillment in all areas of your life. From relationships to career, business ownership, and health, you are the source of your own success. We're just here to help you tap into your true potential and create a brighter future. So join us on the journey of personal growth and empowerment, and let's rethink what's possible for our lives. You ever wondered why the sky is blue this week on Things You Should Know? We'll tell you why. Hang around. Here at Things You Should Know podcast, our focus varies from commonly asked questions like, what are the top email apps for iPhone users? Or how much does it cost to go to Disney World anyway? To the trending topics of the day, such as, are taxes going up or down? And who's Elon Musk? We shed light on things you probably have always wondered about, but you never got around to investigating them yourself. This podcast brings you the answers to your most commonly asked questions and makes you smarter just by listening. Information empowers, and the more information you have, the better decisions you can make, and ultimately, your quality of life is based on the decisions you make. So, thanks for joining the discussion, and make sure that you subscribe today and not miss out on any future episodes of Things You Should Know. questions many of us had as a kid probably was why is the sky blue today we're going to talk about that and figure it out from a scientific standpoint and tell you why the sky is actually blue but before we do uh, i'd like to thank you for joining us today at things you should know and if you're not done so already please go ahead and subscribe if you want to be extra special, you could give us a review. That'd be very helpful. Share and uh, share and continue to share the links for this particular podcast to your friends, associates and loved ones. And we'd appreciate it. As we do each week, uh, we suss out these questions. This is one of the more popular questions on um Google, why is the skies blue? There are about a million people each uh, month that uh, Google this and are interested to know why the sky is blue. So first, let's start with uh, misconception. Uh, misconceptions uh, include um, reflections from the ocean. For example, a lot of people think the sky is blue because the sunlight is reflecting off of the ocean. And of course, the ocean is a primary part of the earth. There's uh, about 75 percent of the earth is covered in water. So many people think that the reason that the sky is blue is because their reflection of light off of the ocean water. That is incorrect. Also, many people think that because oxygen is a blue colored gas or because the sunlight has a blue tint. Um, 
But the right answer is often overlooked and it's, it's just scientific. And the truth of the matter is this. This is why the sky is blue. The sky is blue because of three simple factors, and these all work together. The first is that sunlight, and many of you probably know this if you've taken a course in uh, biology or physics or anything like chemistry uh, in high school, uh, you understand that sunlight or light it's actually made up of many different components of light. So sunlight is made out of light of many different wavelengths. Uh, the Earth's atmosphere is made out of molecules, and those molecules scatter different wavelengths of light and make them uh, appear to be different color. And, of course, it has to do with the sensitivity of your eyes. So you put all these together, and the sky uh, is blue. And so let's kind of dig into it a little deeper. Uh, light is a kind of energy. Light's a kind of energy and it radiates or it travels in what we refer to as waves, you know, like sound, sound waves, light waves. Uh, and you realize in sound that there are some things that you can hear and then that there are some things that you can not hear uh, that is consistent with light. There are certain refractors of light that you can see based on the sensitivity of your eyes and what's taking place in the atmosphere and the length of the wave of the light. But of course, there are some elements of light that your eyes are not able to pick up. Now, many different kinds of energy travel within waves. Sound, like I said, is one and it vibrates within the air. Now, light's a wave of vibrating electric and magnetic fields, light. So light is one small part of a larger range of vibrating electromagnetic fields. The range is called the electromagnetic spectrum, the electromagnetic spectrum. These electromagnetic waves, they travel through space and we refer to it as the speed of light or 186,000 miles per second, the speed of light. The energy of the radiation depends on the wavelength and the frequency. So these are two things that make up light. One is the length of the wave and the length of the frequency. The frequency is a number of waves per second. So some color may have, for example, because red has uh, larger waves, maybe they only have two, uh, a frequency of two. So they only have two waves per second. Blue, however, could have 20 because they're shorter waves in a second. And so the opportunity for it to scatter is more um, of a greater possibility. So the wavelength is the distance between the tops, uh, the crest, if you will, of the waves and the bottom. Frequency, of course, is the number of waves that pass by each second. Now, the longer the wavelength of light, the lower the frequency and the less energy it contains. Let me say that one more time. The longer the wavelength of the light and the, the lower the frequency. And so the lower the frequency, the less energy that it contains. So that translates into the color of the light. So the visible light is the part of the electromagnetic spectrum that our eyes can see. Again, I mentioned to you that there are parts of sound that we can't hear. So, of course, there are parts of the spectrum that we cannot see. But the parts that we can see of the electromagnetic spectrum 
This is visible light. We call them colors. Light from the sun or even from a light bulb may appear to look white, but it actually is a combination of many different colors. Now, we can see the different colors of the spectrum by splitting the light. Many of you, again, in that 10th grade or 11th grade chemistry, bio or physics class, you've heard of your professor, your teacher referred to a prism, a prism. And many times when you're outside just doing nothing, you can look up in the sky and see a rainbow. And that light is refracting off of something, uh, uh, some sort of prism that is breaking it up into colors. So the colors blend continuously from one to the other. At one end of the spectrum are reds and oranges. They gradually shade into yellow, green, blue, indigo, and then violet. Now, the colors have different wavelengths, as we discussed, which means they also have different frequencies and ultimately different levels of energy. Violet has the shortest wavelength of all the colors in the visible spectrum. That means at the highest frequency, there's violet, visible violet. It has the highest frequency and therefore the highest energy. Red, red, usually at the top of the rainbow, it has the, uh, the longest or the lowest level of uh, frequency and energy. Now, when we see a blue sky, uh, because of the way the atmosphere interacts with the sun, white light, including sunlight, is uh, made to look like they're different colors, each with their corresponding wavelength. Several different things can happen when light encounters matter. When light encounters matter, matter matter is some sort of uh, physical phenomena. It can be uh, on an atomic level or it can be particles in the air, atmosphere, gas, clouds. This is matter. Anything that light has to travel through uh, is considered matter. It can be water, whatever. So let's give an example. If sunlight passes through a transparent material, such as water, uh, those light waves will refract or bend. Another word for bend, because light changes speed as it travels from one medium air. So it's in the air and then it hits the water. So it changes speed. Prisms break up the light, the white light, that is, into uh, consistent colors, Because different wavelengths of light refract at different angles, the colors travel at different speeds as they pass through the prism. Now, some objects such as mirror, they simply reflect, uh, I'm sorry, reflect the light in a single direction. So it doesn't pass through, it pushes it back. Other objects can cause the light to scatter in many different directions. Now, having said that, the blueness of the sky is the result of a particular and a peculiar type of scattering called the Raleigh scattering. Raleigh, R-A-Y-L-E-I-G-H, or Rayleigh, which refers to the selective scattering of light off of particles that are no bigger than one-tenth of the wavelength of the light. So again, the blueness of the sky is a result of what's called the Rayleigh uh, scattering or Raleigh, R-A-Y-L-E-I-G-H. This refers to the selective scattering of light uh, off of particles that are no bigger than one-tenth of the wavelength of the light. So there are particles in our atmosphere in the air. And as the light is coming down from the sun, uh, it is breaking up because it is passing through these particles. 
Now, this scattering effect is heavily dependent upon the wavelength of the light with the lower wavelength of light being scattered the most, the lower wavelength of lights. They are scattered the most in the lower atmosphere, tiny oxygen and nitrogen molecules scatter short wavelength light, such as blue and violet light. They scatter to a far greater degree than the long wavelength light, such as red and yellow. So again, the summary, red and oranges have the longer wavelengths of light, blue and violet, which are sort of at the bottom of the spectrum. They have the shorter wavelengths of light. And according to the uh, Raleigh uh, scattering effect, the lower wavelengths of light are scattered the most. The lower wavelength, the shorter wavelengths, which is the blue and the violet. So uh, blue and violet light are scattered to a greater degree than the longer wavelengths of light, such as red and yellow. Now, in fact, the scattering uh, of about 400 nanometers of light, that's violet, is 9.4 times greater than the scattering of a 700 nanometer light, which is red. So 9.4 times greater, it's almost 10 times greater. You'll see 10 times more violet coming from that same distribution of light at this rate versus red. Now, there are a number of atmosphere particles in the air at any given time. And though the atmosphere particles scatter violet more than blue, the sky appears to be blue because our eyes are more sensitive to blue light. And because of the violet light, it's absorbed into the upper atmosphere. So really, the violet is being scattered more because it's at a shorter wavelength than blue. But the sensitivity of your eyes picks up more of the blue than the violet. And the violet is absorbed into the background or into the upper atmosphere. Now, let's talk about sunrise and sunset because sunrise and sunset looks very different than any other time of day. Any other time of day. And so during sunrise and sunset, the sun's light has to pass through more of the atmosphere in order to reach your eyes. Even more of the blue and the violent lights get scattered, allowing the reds and the yellows to shine through. So that's why at night and in the morning, especially if you're on the beach, you can see this very, very clearly. The sky takes on this orange halo effect and it is absolutely uh, beautiful. I've been able to see sunsets and sunrises on the land. I've been able to see it uh, at beaches and I've actually been able to see it while we're on cruises. And uh, it's something about seeing the sunrise and set while you're in the ocean uh, is absolutely fantastic. But yeah, these colors are, are brilliant. So let's summarize what we've learned today. Why does the sky turn blue or why does it appear to be blue to us? Uh, the sunlight reaches the Earth's atmosphere and is scattered in all different directions. So we got white light or what appears to be white light coming in from the sun. Uh, we know that light to be energy. It travels at the speed of light, which, of course, we said was uh, what did I do with that number? We said it was one hundred and eighty six, basically one hundred eighty seven thousand miles per second. And when it encounters matter, uh, it begins to break up. And the longer the wavelength or the shorter the wavelength, the more it's scattered or the less it's scattered. 
So sunlight reaches the Earth's atmosphere and is scattered in all different directions by gases and particles that are in the air. Now, the blue light is scattered more than the other colors because it travels as shorter, smaller waves. This is why the sky is blue. All right, guys, hope you learned something today. Again, more than a million people are Googling this every month to figure out why the sky is blue. Uh, this information comes to us from a couple different sources. Uh, we use the NASA website. We use Forbes, a really great article in Forbes. And we also looked at some information over in Live Science. So uh, this is pretty consistent as it relates to the Raleigh scattering effect. I think if you're interested in learning a little bit more, maybe Google Raleigh scattering, R-A-Y-L-E. I-G-H scattering and it'll get into a little bit more detail about what this means if you want to take it a step further but we appreciate you joining us today on things you should know hope you learned something uh, subscribe if you've not done so already and continue to check back to the channel we're uploading uh, every other day every other day so thanks guys have a good one That's all for today's episode of Rethink. We hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of new ideas and perspectives and found valuable insights and strategies that you can apply to your life. Remember, you are the source of your own success and fulfillment. And by embracing new ways of thinking, you can unlock your true potential and yes, create the life that you truly desire. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to support the podcast by sharing it with your friends, your family members, your loved ones and associates, and even your followers on social media. Also, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Lastly, don't forget to check out our show notes for free downloads and empowering ebooks that can help you on your journey of personal growth and empowerment. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We look forward to exploring more ideas and insights with you in the next episode of Rethink.